You know, I watched back some of the episodes and saw how stupid I looked dancing. <laughs> that didn't stop you. Uh, I, well, it did just now because I just remembered. <laughs> Especially during the Hutch and Howard jingle. I, if I ever, ever, did you watch it? I did. If I ever start to do that. Whatever the heck I was doing, I was trying to do the what was it, the Hatfield and McCoy, the yeah, you the got gig- a little or the giggity under. giggity, whatever. I, <laughs> no, I Joe, that. whatever no. it was, not the giggity giggity. Is that bad? Just don't ever say that again either. Why? Just it's a just don't. I don't. I, I know it's from a show. Yes, it's either from Family Guy or from Family uh, Guy, King of King of the Hill. I, I don't know. I I think not. Mm, anyway, it's, yeah. I, one of the shows that I I, I missed in life. Yes. But I heard guys on ra- on the radio would say it and get a big laugh. Right, because it's dirty. Oh, on my yeah. apologies. It'd be like if I quoted the Grease Man <laughs> with his various hobbledoogie and gobbledoogah and gibbledoogie, all these yeah. things he used to say, that when we listened to the Grease Man long enough in Washington, D.C., we knew that it was filthy, <laughs> but that was he would make up words. He would make up words to replace right. the dirty things. Yeah. The Grease Man. Did you ever heard of the Grease Man? No. Uh, he was uh, Doug Tract was his name, and he was from. Uh, well, he became famous in um, Florida, and mm-hmm. then they hired him to replace Howard Stern at DC 101 oh. in Washington D.C. And he was very successful, very controversial because he would say things like Howard that were completely wrong and completely inappropriate. And um, he eventually, you know, you know, third second strike, I guess, or third second or third strike, yeah. eventually you get fired. Uh, from it, um, and I we were we would compete against him, so it didn't bother us that he you know right. that he was getting you, in trouble. It you was do good, your thing, trouble man. Good for us, but I got to meet him a couple of times when he relocated to Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. so did I. And he was friends with Jay Thomas, and I worked for Jay Thomas. So, and you're talking about getting out of DC. You know, I, I <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back, huh? I learned to despise politics. Yeah. I never really liked it. My dad was into it. My dad thought it was cool that we were moving to Washington, D.C. when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he you know, he went and died a few years later, so it was easy for him. <laughs> he didn't have to put up. <laughs> Let us deal with it. He didn't have to put up with it. I just, I just got to dislike it so much. Yeah, I... You know, the debate was recently, the first presidential debate was recently, and they called it a presidential debate. And in any term of presidential, I, I, it's, it makes you weary. You know what? It's like they're running for student uh, government president, student body president. Yeah. Because, you know, they make these... It's a popularity contest. It's a popularity contest. And any time a candidate... And, can, and I also feel that the... the role of president in my life and I'm you know older than you mm-hmm. I can't think of anything the president has done that affected me to the degree that the way a governor or affects a mayor me. affects yeah. you right even well mayor yeah I mean like the city or county commission or one of these groups mm-hmm. they had a big hubbub Ooh, in yeah. Knox County this past week and everyone got all upset and then you read this and was nothing a, changed this was a non-binding they just made a stink yeah. You know, and it was a friend of mine who used to work at the radio station who's now on the county commission. Mm-hmm. And that could apply to multiple people because there seems to be a thing. It apparently is. But, you know, <laughs> he's up there making a big hubbub. Right. And 
and everyone gets all riled up, and then it turns out that it's it's just a resolution. It doesn't have any teeth to it. It's like a toddler stomping their feet when they don't get a treat, and do they? It doesn't matter. But if you find that, so anyway, it's like and the the national politics again. Mm -hmm. I've not been affected directly because it takes so long for anything to ever happen right in the senate and the house and the and the presidency but in the middle ground sorry so so local it's like rah, 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 no teeth to it but mm-hmm. it's all bark no bite president it's all same thing but then you get right down the middle yeah and the governor can sign something this afternoon and we have to do Deal something tomorrow. different tomorrow right yeah, and so, like, that's that whole importance in voting thing. And please yeah. vote. Just vote. I know everybody's saying it, but just vote. But to me, I am I am people-weary. I am society-weary because I think that this year, in particular, pandemic year, yeah. all that has kind of have, has really directed a light on a lot of our injustices in general. And it just, it makes me weary. It makes me weary that there are people yelling at each other on national television for absolutely no other purpose than to yell at each other. Well, when I say that it's like they're running for student body president, mm-hmm. you, know, you make a, a promise. And the promise is, if I go back to, I can name, you can name past presidents. And mm-hmm. I can, one of the most famous ones was uh, no new tax, read my lips, no new taxes. <laughs> That's what we call a campaign promise that then gets broken. So you can't get too excited about campaign promises because right. they don't ha- mean anything. It, what means something is the actual action. Just if the taxes do go up. That's, I guess, the way the government affects us. Taxes go up, taxes go down. Mm-hmm. All I right. just want good people in the world. But when That's they say uh, everyone in the, in the country has to get united, mm-hmm. and they're both saying this. Or, you know, so everyone, they all say it. Not, right. just, not right. just this year, but... For, we but have to unite. We have to come together. Four years ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago, every year. It's like we all must unite as one. And I don't see that as possible. And I think it would be more realistic if we said, all right, all y'all unite over there (laughs) and all y'all unite over here. So you people do this and you people do that. But here's the deal is we're going to live in harmony. We just find some decent, uh, uh, some common ground. Like, I don't care what you, I don't care. Just treat people well. Just treat people with decency. And to a certain degree, some of the hot button issues, you think about the, the, I think the whole point of the United States, at least back in the, from what I understand, was that the states could do things differently. And if you, and the Mm -hmm. easiest comparisons that you hear nowadays are usually uh, New York and Florida. Mm -hmm. And California uh, and Texas. And Colorado. Uh, or but for, dif- for for vast differences, right, usually right. the people who are unhappy in California often move to Texas, mm-hmm. New York moves to Florida, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right, right. But if you want to live in California or New York, I mean, certainly go live in those places because they're so different than the the other side of the coin. Right. Right? And I'm sure someplace, I can't even think of what the analogy would be for Tennessee, people who move here tend to come from, I, I don't know, Ohio, don't Michigan, know. I have no I idea know. where. I, I mean, Where do you come from? Please tell us. <laughs> I've met a lot of Michiganders because they'll point to your hand yeah. and show you where they're it's like, from. Like, where are you from, Michigan? Well, if you go on, uh, well, yeah, that's okay. not what they sound like. Which but hand is it? I don't, I don't know. Anyway, so I know that's my guess, but the point is, yeah, that the states are allowed to be different. That was kind of the original plan, mm-hmm. you know. But then when you get a, a big, 
everybody has to be the same overarching yeah. federal government, that's when people get unhappy. It's like, no, I want to have, I want to <laughs> shoot at stuff, right. and I want to live in the woods, Q-Q. so you should move over here. You should not live in San Francisco, because mm-hmm. there's no room to shoot at stuff. Right. You don't need to be shooting at stuff in San <laughs> no, Francisco. No, no, no. Go, go to Texas. <laughs> go to San Antonio. Yeah. Wrong sand. <laughs> go like, further down the sand list until you get to the other sand. I think, I think we can all agree on one thing. It's exhausting. Well, I, I, I've tried to avoid it, and I made the mistake of tuning in, and I, I regretted it. I wished I had my time back, and I don't want to get into the particulars of it. No, there's we no don't point. need to. It because by matter. the time you listen to this, there's going to be new particulars. So you, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> there's new particulars today. So what difference does it make? It doesn't. You know, I it mean, doesn't. yeah, I, <laughs> podcasts are on demand. You you could skip ahead if you'd like. You can skip, skip ahead, ahead another skip minute and a half ahead. until it gets to the Hutch and Howard commercial. And then in the second half of the show, I can we're going to talk about your manhole. Yes. <laughs> we'll be back to the regular comedy. <laughs> no. And, and for, for me, it, it really is. I just I woke up and I just felt weary. I just want to hug people. And I'm such a hippy dippy. You can't doofus. hug people because of the COVID. Exactly. I, here, I'll give you a elbow bump. If you like. I mean, it's probably but that's <sighs> the point like you can't hug anybody right now and sometimes you just need a dab blamed hug so i got a weighted blanket and i'll just wrap up in it and pretend somebody loves good? me i love it really you have no idea i did not realize how much i needed a weighted blanket until i got the weighted blanket does it have a name like remember the snuggie had a name so i've got a snuggie i somewhere. named mine fred no <laughs> Um, <laughs> Does it have a name? I meant like weighty or, or blanky or I mean, snuggy. Or... This one's Walmarty. All right. Yeah. Okay. But they even make them for kids now. That to me sounds uh, like maybe drawing the, going a little too far. Well, they're only it's only like four pounds. Like they're they're weighted differently. Oh, thank yeah. goodness! I'm mine, just picturing mine you know, is picturing the, our, my little grandchildren unable to escape. Poor Timmy, you know. No, Help, this is here. like a teeny. It's 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 cute, but no, I had no idea that I needed a weighted blanket until I got one, and it it seriously, I sleep Do you better. Keep a fan going in the room. Oh, I have a million fans. All right, because they got to get balanced the hot and the cold. That's the thing. I just started using a top sheet like six months ago, so. Well, you know what you could I grew get. Up is uh, a new house oh. that has all of the... <laughs> I just did. All of the things that you need. <laughs> well, I know you're going to eventually buy a house because right now you're in, you're in renting land. I right? am. But if you're looking to buy a home, let's segue into, into Hutch, Hutch and Howard. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the S. <laughs> Why do, I keep hitting on the, what I think is going to be the Hutch and Howard. You're hitting on points. something. I don't know what and, you're hitting on. Uh, some, I keep, because the, the thing always reshuffles to... to right. Um, well, I, I can help you out. Hutch and Howard, um, you can buy land, like we've talked about before, for $30,000. You can buy a million-dollar home. Yeah, build something up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you're looking to sell, like don't forget that you, if you're looking to sell your home, they can help you with that as well. It's not just about buying a house. Yeah, I was thinking about... Downsizing and selling. <laughs> but my wife and I had the conversation. We said, you know, we like it here. We're going to stay a little bit longer, mm-hmm. ride it out, you know, because right now, you know, we're in the situation as, as many as families are when mm-hmm. your mo- parent dies and you've got to unload that house. So one thing at a time. Right, right. So, and we'd like to use those examples of the 1.1 million and Chodo mm-hmm. and the $30,000 empty lot because really, if you can pick a number in the middle, 
that's what you're going to be buying. Maybe you're right. going to be buying a $100,000 house or $200,000 house. Mm-hmm. You know, what can you afford? It, let them find the, the place for you. And they will. And that's one thing. Anytime that I've reached out to Rob, uh, and there's a bunch of other people on the team as well, but anytime I've reached out oh, yeah, to Rob. he tagged all of them on Facebook. Yeah, he immediately will go, hey, let me get with my people. Let me get with who, who covers this area. Because they cover all of East Tennessee. Yeah, Morristown to Athens, really, mm-hmm. is, what it, is what they say, because they've got somebody who lives in Morristown and that whole stretch. But it doesn't matter. It's Tennessee. If you say, hey, you know what? Uh, you didn't mention uh, Tulico Plains, or you didn't mention uh, severe Kodak. I want to move to Kodak. Why would you want to move to Kodak? Somebody does. I guarantee it. Somebody somebody wants to live in Kodak. Yeah. So I mean, there's a, there's some nice areas in Kodak. Yeah. It's just far well, it depends. For me. Yeah, if you if you work in Knoxville, it seems like a, a hike. But if you work in Sevier Severeville, County, yeah, Sevierville, I mean, you, why wouldn't you want to live in Kodak? Instead, of, you don't want to <laughs> have a nice mountain view. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So well, you uh, wouldn't want to live in Knoxville and work in Gallenberg. You mean like That's you? Ridiculous. <laughs> Are you looking to relocate Hutchin Howard? Yes. Uh, <laughs> call uh, 865-966-5005. They are part of Keller Williams Realty, and um, each office is independently owned and operated. And that's HutchinHoward.com. The... I'm not going to dance. No dancing. Stop. Stop it. We're playing the jingle. <laughs> and here's the false ending. All right. Thank you so much, Hutch and Howard. <laughs> yeah, thank you, guys. You know what? Tell me about your manhole. I um, probably paid Coconut Beach all the way through our political talk. Did you? Because I thought when you hit it again, it stopped, but I don't oh. think it well, stopped. Here's the thing. It didn't on the video. Right, so you can watch us on YouTube.com. Uh-huh. You know, that's the fun thing. We've got... Uh, <laughs> Last time I checked, we were 270 subscribers, mm-hmm. but um, I probably should check again today because we're trying to get to a thousand, really. Yeah, or um, more. I mean, yeah, I mean, some of these people the have tens of thousands of subscribers. These YouTubers, mm-hmm. and it's taken them seven years to get there. I'm not saying we need it overnight, right? I'm saying, but we have a goal. You have to have a plan. I got a lecture from my chiropractor about. Mm. He said, "What is your business plan for this podcast?" And I said, "Well, I." <laughs> I <laughs> I showed him the thing that I had written that right. for our meet, business meeting. He's like, okay, this is good. Uh, send me that. I'm going to edit it and send it back to you. Okay. And this is one of the most successful chiropractors. He, and he says, he's pulling out paperwork. He, says, mm-hmm. he shows his accountability chart. And he shows his vision and his rocks that get to the vision. And he says, you got to read this book. And, <laughs> da, da, da. Wow. and I'm like, okay. All right. Because he says, you're in business now. Like, yeah. Well, and so I thought, do you want to buy an ad? <laughs> <laughs> right. So... Uh, but we record here on the podcast porch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a fairly low-budget operation. We bought this uh, podcast mic for our old podcast mm-hmm. using the money we made, not from podcasting. But from improv shows. But, yeah, from doing yeah. a live performance. And then, uh, you know, we're using, right today we're using my phone mm-hmm. to record the video. Yeah, and as we talked in our business meeting last week, we have parameters which will take next steps. Yeah. We're not at next steps yet. If you would like to help us get to next steps, you can hit us up, Krisha and Frank at gmail.com. So here on the podcast porch, <laughs> we hear the noises, mm-hmm. but that's fun. I like it because I'm, I get confused sometimes when I'm listening back to a show uh, to if write the episode recap. If it's current. <laughs> uh, well, I'm hearing the birds and I'm hearing the animals. And if, like, I'm here, if I'm doing it at night and I'm hearing the daytime animals, because mm-hmm. this sounds 
I don't know if you ever want to film an episode at, at night. I just remembered something. But it sounds completely different out here at night because you get those bugs, those cicadas and crickets that are just mm-hmm. roaringly loud. And at certain times of the year, you get the, the peep toads and the and you, you have other. coyotes around here, too. There, I think a coyote ate a bird right over there. Yeah, I'm I took a like, picture. I I'm not kidding. Right. There what? are there are coyotes like in this whole little neighborhood. I have oh, a friend definitely. who lives in Cedar Bluff. Uh, neighbor Nancy said that the back neighbor to her sees a coyote regularly coming up through, I think it's between her house and my house, but mm-hmm. there's a See that culvert down there that we cleaned out? Yes, I do. That well, that that ditch. You made a coyote pathway. No, that was the coyote pathway. Oh. So now um, he's exposed, maybe. But anyway, that in that culvert, that ditch where we've thrown all the wood to mm-hmm. mulch out, I guess, all the, mm-hmm. the trees that fell down and stuff. <laughs> the um, I go there and I, I just see this. It looks like a bird exploded. <laughs> yeah. And I get closer, and the the blowflies are buzzing around. I can't. I see feathers. I see these gray and white feathers, but I don't see any bones. I don't see any meat. Ooh. But the, you know, the blowflies are getting down in there. So clearly, somebody ate this thing. Oh yeah, right there. <laughs> but it, so you get different animals at, at day and night. And um, I was worried today because I've tried after the podcast we did three years ago. Mm-hmm. I would hear noises that I could have prevented i would hear the pool filter right. i would hear the air conditioning and so now like I turn those off right so today they're flushing my manhole <laughs> you sent me a text <laughs> i said meanwhile I like, I'm, I'm like i'm on my way there had a snafu but i'm on my way and he goes well meanwhile they're flushing my manhole and you just sent me a picture of they're literally flushing the manholes in the whole neighborhood i went out and talked to the guy of course i, sh- I probably could have recorded oh, it for an gosh. interview but I went out and talked to the guy. These poor people. What? Like, just Lord help anybody doing some work out in your yard. <laughs> this goes back to when I was a kid, and I used to make fake radio shows on a cassette mm-hmm. and mail them to my friend Ed Goff in the Bronx. And I uh, would we would pretend we were DJs, and we would hold the microphone up to the record player and mm-hmm. play the weirdest, most bizarro songs we could get from the library. You know, nice. old, really like old Like Dr. Stuff. Demento craziness, or even More before like that. like 1940s and 50s. Like Lewis Jordan. Oh, you know, yeah, that's good oddities. stuff. Stuff I would hear Bob and Ray play. Mm-hmm. Like if I had a nose full of nickels, I'd be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these weirdo songs. I sing those songs. Oh, do you? Oh, I so sing you know a song them. called Panties. It and has nothing to do with, with actual panties. Sweet Fanny Adams? Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I'll sing probably, it for you sometime. Probably public domain. You could probably do it. Oh, we, it's definitely public domain. We can domain. look it up. But. So anyway, I used to do that one, and he said to me one time that his favorite episode of the Frank show that I ever did, and, and, and then he would erase it and, and mm-hmm. mail me back a show on the same cassette. Mm, oh, cool. So it was like social media, but... Right. So anyway, he so said the favorite one I ever did was the time I took my little portable cassette player that my parents gave me when I was 10, mm-hmm. and it was probably $100, which... Back then, that oh was, my, a, that's that was like a buying up. That's an iPhone. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I go out there, and I interview the garbage men <laughs> while they are... Garbaging, picking up the trash in front of my house, and I thought they were, and they, we had a nice time, mm-hmm. had a nice chat. So, <laughs> and so today you talked went, to the manhole men. They're flushing my manhole, mm-hmm. manhole men. And I was worried that I was not prepared to have my manhole flushed today because you're coming over, right? It's like you I gotta don't record wanna, a podcast. You don't want your manhole wide open when company comes over. No, you can't. In fact, I have to admit, I didn't even realize I had a manhole. 
but they were able to scrape the moss off it and pry my manhole open. Yeah. And, and it hadn't been opened in a while, huh? I don't remember it ever being opened, but they say <laughs> at that, some point you've opened your manhole. <laughs> yes, yes, because they told me. They said, "Yeah, we have to come through here every X number of years." In fact, every day, every day, they have to go out and flush some other guy's some, manhole. They're they're in everybody's manhole. That's what they do. He says they we just go as every day we go out, and the county says we have to do this. We have to flush all the manholes. So in the what county. does it entail, flushing a manhole? Like why? Well, what I saw uh-huh. was that they had, like I said, scraped the moss off my manhole and pried it open. Right, so and they're like, "Whoa, that's a dusty manhole." And the guy, well, wet. Because the guy, it's a sewer. It's a sewage sewage thing. So the guy, the next truck down the hill Mm -hmm. is, he says, you might want to stand back. This might spray. And I said, that's why the picture's from so far away. You don't want to get your manhole spray. Well, it was, yeah, you don't want to get it on you. No. Let it spray by itself way over there. You know, keep it, keep your distance. Right, right. So. (laughs) Socially distanced manhole. The house down the hill. (laughs) Shannon, that was for your house, if you're watching. (laughs) <laughs> Not neighbor Nancy, but neighbor okay. Shanna, who used to work at the Tennessee Valley Fair. Mm-hmm. They're on her lawn, blowing whatever. Blowing her manhole. <laughs> up my way. And there's and there's a certain... Okay, so... See, they're, I'm, uh, they're coming up the hill. So what they're actually doing is they're cleaning out the detris. Yeah, they're backwashing. He said he found right. a lot of roots down there oh, in somebody's no. sewer. So I you guess, don't want a rooty manhole. No, 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 no. You want a refreshing... Fruity, no more Rudy. <laughs> so, what the hell are we even talking about? I'm talking about street maintenance. What are you talking about? I'm talking about your manhole. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, they were blow- but living at the top of the hill is not that great I'm when too it's tired. You know, snowy or movie? icy. Um, what did he say in Lethal Weapon? Who? Mel Gibson or, or uh, the other guy, Danny Glover? Danny or? Glover. I'm too getting too old for this. Yeah, Detris. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess they it's like backwashing the pool filter. You blow up, you mm-hmm. But they were just going to keep going along, you know. And I'm guessing yeah. that's one of the advantages of living near the crest of the hill is all all my stuff runs downhill. <laughs> well, <laughs> and with that. <laughs> that ties back into the beginning of the show. It does. It way. does. All your stuff runs downhill. Yeah. So thank you so much for watching and for listening. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Krisha and Frank spelled out. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube. And best of all, please do share it with your friends. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much to Hutch and Howard for sponsoring this Hutch episode. Hutch and Howard. All right. We'll be back on Monday <laughs> with another show. This is episode 10. Monday is episode 11. Yeah. We got to talk about why I need all this medicine. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. Oh. All right. Well, that's what it's we're going to do. It's not from a manhole. <laughs> it's the Christian and Frank show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Krisha Brooke. Talk to you Monday. Bing.